What's up, guys? You're listening to Confessions of a Gym Rat, getting you through the 9 to 5 as healthily and happily as possible. Happy Monday. I hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. And honestly, thank God for them. (laughs) Like last week, these past two weeks at work have just been kicking my butt from like every single angle. And I just like the only thing that got me through this week, honestly, was like, thank God for the weekend. I'm going to see my friends. I'm going to get to go out. I can take a load off. Um, the weekends, the, the weekends go by way too short, but, or, or way too fast, but thank, thank God for them, you know? And I'm trying to like really take this year and I've been pretty good at it the past couple of months, not to toot my own horn or anything. Um, but at like not saying not saying no or not passing up opportunities for like dumb reasons um, and just truly doing what I, what I want and what I think is best for me in the moment. And if that's going out, then I'm going to go out and I'm going to make it happen and I'm going to have a fun time. And if that's staying inside because I'm feeling a little tired, a little lazy, then I'll stay inside. But I'm really trying to fill my weekends with the best memories and the best times that I can because, uh, life goes, life goes by pretty fast. I mean, we're already, we're already almost on the last day of January in 2023. So I don't want to look back on my early twenties and be like, you didn't, you didn't do anything, you know, but I'll get into that a little bit later. Cause I am going to talk a lot about the 80-20 rule and sorry if you're on YouTube, I'm just crossing my feet because I can't sit like a normal person. Um, I'm going to be talking a lot about the 80-20 rule and and what that entails and whatnot. But I uh, hope you guys had a good week. I have, I've had a lot of interesting thoughts cross my mind this week. And I said, you know what? This is these are things that I'm going to talk about on the podcast and I'm going to remember this time because that's part of the reason why I have a podcast. You know, I want to educate you guys uh, and be a resource for y'all, but I've also got some things in my brain that you might be wondering as well. And the first one was sitting down. God, I don't even know. You know what made me think of it? I was, I was, my mom and I were talking about a football game I went to in high school, like so many years ago. Um, just because the quarterback that like my, I guess my high school team was playing, like he ended up going to Rutgers and now he's in the NFL and he was doing pretty well. So my mom was just like, Oh, remember when you went to that game? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking on the ride down to Vineland, like the depths of like literally the butt crack of New Jersey. I'm sorry. Um, we passed a Buffalo wild wings and my friend Jack set, made a comment or something and was like, why? Is it called Buffalo Wild Wings when they're chicken wings? And I was like, well, I guess it's because of the buffalo sauce. And then I was sitting there on my counter this week and I said, you know what, though? Why is it called buffalo sauce? Like, what is a buffalo sauce? Because I know buffalo, the animal, but to my knowledge, they're not making any sauce. So I Googled it. Why is buffalo sauce called buffalo sauce? And it turns out it was, it's because it was created in Buffalo, New York at this bar. I forget what the bar was called. So I posted it on my story and was like, oh, just in case anyone's uh, 
wondering why buffalo sauce is called buffalo sauce. Turns out it was created in Buffalo, New York at this famous bar, blah, blah, blah. Um, And then some girl replied to my story and was like, I'm from Buffalo. And by the way, that bar sucks and their buffalo sauce sucks. So that was kind of disappointing. Uh, Long story short, buffalo sauce is called buffalo sauce because it was created in Buffalo. But if you're in Buffalo, don't go to the bar it was created at because apparently their buffalo sauce sucks, which is a huge letdown. But... In case you were wondering why buffalo sauce is called what it is, that's my, that's my piece of knowledge for you. Um, this week, I've, I've been telling you guys ever since I went to LA, like I'm like, I really want to move out there. I want to be out there. I loved it. And then this week, I saw that the Jonas Brothers are getting their star in Hollywood. Today, the day that this podcast comes out, and I sat there and I thought to myself, you know, this is just the icing. This is just the icing on top of the cake, because if I lived there, then not only would I have a chance at seeing Nick Jonas in the flesh, which is very important to me, but this is a big deal. Getting their star on like the Walk of Fame is a big deal. So I'm going to assume that Sophie Turner is going to show up. And when you go to a Jonas Brothers concert, yes, you could see the Jonas Brothers in the flesh, but you don't have an awesome chance, especially when you're from New Jersey, of getting to see Sophie Turner. And I just I just sat there and thought to myself, yeah, this is just this is just yet another reason why I need to be out there and I I can't be there anymore. So, I'm going to live stream it also Big, big deal for my, for my guys. Big deal for my guys, the Jonas Brothers. My friend Steven was like, you know, they have to pay for that, right? And I'm like, I don't care if they have to pay for their star. The point is they're getting a star. In the year 2023, when, if you asked me eight, eight, five, five years ago, if I ever thought that the Jonas Brothers would be back together, I would, I would confidently say no, ma'am. Not not one bit. So more of the story, very proud, very proud Jonas Brothers fan right now. If anyone's out there, please go for me and let me know if Sophie Turner's there. Um, if I, if I had to hang out, if I got to hang out with one celebrity couple and it was just, just for even five minutes and I only got to pick one in the whole span of time, like living or dead, it would be Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. Like, I confidently say that. I can't help myself every time one of them posts something on Instagram that involves the other. I, like, feel the need to repost it just to, just to spread the wealth, just to make sure that other people are also seeing this. I just think that they are the most cool couple and kind of still unexpected. Like, I mean, when I was when the Jonas Brothers were popular when I was a kid, I had no idea who Sophie Turner was. Um, and obviously, being a Game of Thrones fan and a Jonas Brothers fan, it's just it's nice. It's it's really pleasant for me to see. And they just individually, they seem like very cool people. And then together, and they have kids together. And I just, I would just love just five minutes, like just grab a beer, 
say hi. Like, I just want to be in the same room as the two of them to feel the energy, you know? So that's, that's my celebrity couple. If I had to pick anyone to spend in a room, it, it would be them, which then I've been on. So I've been on an Elvis kick this week and I kind of flow in and out of that. Like I, I've always loved Elvis, listen to Elvis, but it's not like, he's not a part of my, my daily playlists. I'm sorry, but he's not, his sounds a little different. You know, it doesn't go with my Dua Lipa or AC Slater or whoever, Morgan Wallen, whoever I'm listening to. Um, but I've been on a huge Elvis kick and it started. So I, I get a lot of hate for this and I've already talked about it, but I use Apple music and Apple music has a, um, a, a radio station, I guess that's curated for me. Like it's called like Liz's station or something like that. And it shuffles all the different types of music that I listen to and songs I listen to. And I have a, I have a wide range. So typically if I can't pick like, oh, what am I, am I feeling like a country vibe? Am I feeling like an alternative vibe? Do I want to listen to Taylor Swift? Do I want to listen to Queen? Do I want to listen to Tiesto? I normally pick, put on that station and just, I just let it pick for me. So I was listening to that station and In the Ghetto came on by Elvis. And I was just sitting there, I'm like driving to work and I was like, God, what a guy, what a freaking guy. So I started, I've been like, I've just been on an Elvis kick this week, nonstop listening to all of his stuff. And it got me thinking, if you had to pick three concerts or performances or whatever to see over the span of time, sorry, I'm just adjusting my microphone here, um, whether it's whether it's, uh, let's say, no, let's say in history, like not present day. Like if I want to go see, uh, like I, I want to go see Taylor Swift on the Eras tour, like that hasn't happened yet, you know? And that's still like possible for me. So if you had to go back in time, time being up to yesterday, something that's already happened all the way back to, I don't know. I don't know when the first concert was, who would you go see? And I, I have my number one and my number two, and I don't know, like, I think I have to think very hard of who I'm going to put in that last spot. So I haven't, haven't designated spot number three yet, but if I, I would, number one, I would go see Elvis. I, I would go see Elvis, um, I guess in Vegas because that was like a, that was his big thing. And at the time that he was in Vegas, he already had a lot of his, like if I saw him earlier on, like pre-war Elvis, I'd be missing out on some post, post-war post Elvis, some Vegas Elvis songs, you know? Viva La Vegas. Oh, just messed that up. Viva Las Vegas. Um, so Elvis in Vegas, definitely number one. Number two, I would want to see Britney Spears in her prime. And I know, I know that Britney Spears isn't the most talented vocalist, but quite frankly, I don't care. The woman put on a damn good show and I would have loved to see Britney Spears in her prime. I just feel like I'd have a great time at that concert. And then I can't, I, I haven't put my, I, I don't know what I would put as number three. Somebody like a group that I've been wanting to see really badly is the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but they're still doing their thing. So I don't want to put them there. 
There's Queen at Wembley Stadium. I would have loved to see that. But I just, I, I need to be certain before I lock in a number three, but I'm leaning towards seeing Queen at Wembley Stadium. That was a big deal. If you've seen Bohemian Rhapsody, you know. Uh, but I asked you guys what concerts you would want to see if you went back in history. So let me pull it up because I, I found this very interesting. I am a huge music girl. You know, I grew up like I played instruments. I sang, which is so embarrassing, but whatever. Um, and music is just it is just a constant part of my life. Like I've I've. I'm always listening to something and I appreciate a lot of different kinds of music. So let's see what we got here. Matthew says green sky, blue gla- bluegrass, St. Motel and Post Malone. Post Malone, you still got your chance with. So hopefully that happens for you. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if this is embarrassing or not, but I'm just going to be like sh- straight up with you guys. I don't know what green sky, bluegrass and St. Motel is. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Billy said, Paul McCartney. Great choice. Part, not knocking Paul McCartney, obviously, f- fantastic artist. The Beatles, history. You know, they're just a, a landmark in time. Um, my style of music is more Queen than Beatles, but that's just me. That's just me. I can appreciate the Beatles. It's just if I'm going to turn something on, I'm more likely to turn on Queen. Uh, Tiesto. He says, which still got your shot. Tiesto's still kicking it. I would love to see Tiesto. I, I think I would have a fantastic time. And Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar, you still got your shot with too. I've actually seen Kendrick Lamar. And I got to say, he doesn't disappoint. I, I'm not like, I listen to rap, but there's very few artists, I guess, that I listen to in the rap category. And I love Kendrick Lamar's voice. I love his sound. I love his, like the passion that he puts into his verses. Um, Kendrick Lamar is a really good one. Okay. Alan says Queen. Nice. Michael Jackson and Selena. Selena's a good one. I, again, I listen to more Queen than I listen to Selena, but she's another icon in history. So I think that those are very good answers. Michael Jackson crossed my mind, but I don't think Michael Jackson is a very controversial person in my brain. He was very talented, like king of pop, amazing songs, great performer. You cannot deny his talent, but he had some issues that literally everybody swept under the rug. The whole Wonderland or whatever it was thing, weird. Bleaching his skin white. Not a great mess. Bleaching his skin white and then coming out with a song called Black and White, literally capitalizing on the fact that it doesn't matter what your skin color is. I don't know. I I think that I would choose I would choose like Michael or choose Queen over Michael Jackson just because I don't support Michael Jackson as a human being. I think that he did a lot of really wrong criminal things and didn't get the punishment that he deserved for it. That's just my comment. Okay, somebody else says Blink-182. Blink-182 is coming back. Um, I I agree in the sense, like, I'd rather see Blink-182 10, 15 years ago than Blink-182 today. I know that they're the same, 
but just something about it being in the prime and like, like, like that era, you know, uh, band of horses and the growlers. No idea who either of those are. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and then last one, Incubus. Interesting choice. Lionel Richie. Great guy. And the Eagles. Um, Lionel Richie. What a great guy. Uh, he's still, he's still kicking it. Uh, very interesting. Like, I like asking these questions and I like sharing the music that I'm listening to just because there's, there's so much. Like, when you, when you talk about music, there are just so many avenues that you could go down. And I think that a person's music taste says a lot about them. Um, and I, like, I can't answer the question when people ask me, what's your favorite type of music or who's your favorite? Okay. Obviously Taylor Swift is my favorite, but like, come on, that's locked in at number one. We know this. Um, but I just appreciate so many different things about different types of music that I can't sit here and confidently say I have a favorite genre, you know? Uh, so that's my, that's my music talk for the week. I don't know how I got on this tangent. Um, anyway, I'm going to update you guys on what I've been watching this week as I normally do in case you're looking for suggestions. <sighs> the Last of Us. Phenomenal show. Like, phenomenal show. And I am not a... I'm getting... I'm, I'm growing to be more of a sci-fi person than I was a few years ago. When I was in high school, I remember, um, like, early in high school, like, sophomore year, my boyfriend at the time made me sit down and watch Guardians of the Galaxy with him, and I was bored out of my mind. Like, I was like, I, I cannot take this. And now I love the Marvel movies. Um, what, what is it? Uh, oh, my God. What is the one with Matthew McConaughey called? Interstellar. Oh, my God. I hate that movie. I'm sorry. Interstellar is one that I'll never warm up to. I will never watch it again. I got a severe migraine from that movie because I'm simply... I don't think my brain is smart enough to comprehend what was going on. Like once you start doing the whole travel in space and black holes and the, the time stuff, it, it freaks me out. The concept of the movie, like the background and the whole like his daughter sending him messages or him sending himself messages in Morse code is cool. My brain just doesn't understand it. But... I've grown to be more of a sci-fi person than I was. If you asked me like five years ago or three years ago, honestly, if you told me what The Last of Us was about and said, want to watch it, I'd be like, nah, not, not my vibe. Don't really do zombies. Don't really do post-apocalyptic scenarios. Not, not my vibe. But I sat down um, with an open mind. I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I had no choice, essentially, but I wasn't opposed to it. Like, I was like, all right, let's give the show a shot. And I told you guys, the first episode reeled me in. The, the first episode got me good. Second episode came out, was it the second episode? Yes, yeah, second episode came out last Sunday after I recorded this podcast, so I didn't get to talk about it. It it has Game of Thrones potential. That's what I'm going to say. It's too early on. 
to tell. And I think what they're doing is like one season per video game. And there's only two video games out right now. So I'm not sure like what the longevity is going to look like. But it was like when I watched House of Dragon this past fall, summer, whatever, whenever it came out, it was like I was so wrapped in that when the ending credits came on the screen, I was like, wait, it's over? Like I have to wait another week? I don't want it to be over. That's how I felt watching The Last of Us last week. And I understand, like I I felt the need, like I it ended and I was going to like text my friend that introduced me to the show and be like, oh my God, like this episode was crazy. Like the ending, like I just didn't see that happening this early on into the show. And then I realized most of the people watching have played the video game and they know what's going on. I don't. So I'm going into each week, like not having no knowledge. I don't know what's coming next. I've never played the game. Didn't even know it was a game until I sat down to watch the first episode of the show. So I'm a little, I'm a little behind, I guess, but I kind of like it. You know, I think I rather watch the show and then let's be honest, I'm never going to play the video game, but hypothetically, I rather watch a show and then play the video game because I'm going into each week not knowing what's happening, but I'd still be able to appreciate like the similarities doing both. I just rather do it in reverse order. So that's my take on that. I, like I said, I'm not a zombie person. I'm not like, I've never seen the walking dead. I don't really care for that stuff, but this has me like, like my heart is racing during the entire episode because you just don't know, like every corner they turn every, like you don't know what's going to be where it is very, like, I can see how this would play out as a video game. And I could see myself having an, a heart attack playing this video game, just waiting. Um, cause I'm sitting there on the edge of my seat. Like, don't turn the corner. Don't, don't make a noise. Don't do this. Don't do that. Great. Just great show. And I think it has game of Thrones potential just by the way that I'm feeling right now. And Pedro Pascal is doing a phenomenal job and he's been getting a lot of hype through like recent projects that he's done, like Game of Thrones and The Mandalorian. So I think the combo of like perfect casting and how freaking good this show is, I see it sticking around for a long time. I'm I'm like on episode two and I'm already kind of putting it up there at Game of Thrones status. So that's that's my current show. I've been watching a lot of reality TV, which is kind of embarrassing, um, just because I have a lot of things that are coming back out or things that I'm watching in real time. Like Outer Banks is coming back out next month. At some point, Succession is going to come back. So I don't really want to get too deep into an actual TV series until like I'm done watching everything that I'm watching in real time. But I did watch, I sat down and watched two movies this weekend. Um, One of them I've seen before, so I'm not even going to touch on it. But I sat down and watched Top Gun for the first time. I've only seen bits and pieces of it. I think Top Gun was one of those things that because when I was younger, my parents were like, oh, like 80s movie, like you got to watch it. Like we loved it. I immediately was like, not interested. Don't care. Like don't want to talk about the 80s with you. Um, 
obviously Top Gun Maverick got amazing reviews this past year. And I like I I've I've, I've needed to see Top Gun. I've come to terms with myself recently. Like it's, it's Top Gun's something I need to see. Um, so I sat down, watched it. W- wasn't disappointed. No, no shocker there. Was not disappointed. Tom Cruise, good looking guy. I just can't look at him and not see Scientologist. But that's my own problem. Uh, it, it was a very good movie, and I am probably going to rent if I can't find a way to stream Top Gun Maverick. So I'll, I'll let you guys know about that one. That's going to be my next endeavor. But yeah, that's that's my uh, that's my update, my music update, my pop culture update, I suppose, for the week. Um, packed episode ahead. So I'm going to be talking a lot about the 80-20 rule and just how I navigate my life. I know I talked about it a little bit when I went over like alcohol a few episodes back. Um, but we're going to be talking about that. And then there's no interview this week, but I've got a cool one lined up for next week. So don't worry. Without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. All right, let's get into this week's highlights. So I actually want to start off with my health and fitness related highlight, which I normally don't do. But lately, uh, like I love my time at the gym by myself, especially like during the weekdays. But I don't know, I've been craving a little partner lately, you know, a little little someone to to run through with. Oh my gosh, I should have silenced my laptop. Hello. Um, So this week, my friend Marina, who was on episode one of this podcast, so you can go back and listen to that. She put me through a bodybuilding style leg day. It was very different than how I operate. You know, I normally have like, I normally do three, about three working sets, which is like until failure, like hardest I can go. Hers were more like, she would do like work up to one working set and then back off. And I forget what she called them and kind of do like a back set or something like that. I don't know what it's called. Um, but it was really awesome getting to work out with her, not necessarily because of the style and like the format of how she structured her workouts, but because I had someone to push me and like get those extra reps in, you know, it's like I was done at 10 reps. Like I was like, okay, I did 10. And she's like, no, two more. And was really pushing me until like my muscles were giving up on me. So although I do prefer to train alone, it's, it's really awesome getting to, uh, train with a partner every once in a while and have someone to really, really push you. And, you know, that's what, that's what trainers are here for too. Uh, do that with my clients myself. Um, but yeah, it it was, it was cool. We worked on a lot. Like I've naturally, when I do lying hamstring curls, my butt lifts a little bit and she was there to kind of notice it. Like it's something I can't see on my own. So we worked really hard on like trying to correct that. And it was just, it was a fun experience, you know, when I got to chit chat with my friend during, during the lift. So that was my health and fitness related highlight. My non-health and fitness related highlight is still kind of a health and fitness related highlight. Not going to lie. Um, this week I had my first in-person session, training session again in like a month or whatever, um, back at Rutgers. So I know, I think last week I talked about how I had my first one like outside of Rutgers because I do a lot, do, do a little bit of both with Rutgers without. 
Uh, but my client was on winter break, so I hadn't seen her in about a month. It was super awesome having her back. You know, I love when I have like a, a client that's like a friend, you know, like I genuinely am so happy to see her. I think she thinks I'm a little psycho, but it's okay. Um, and I just love push, like pushing her and seeing her grow and like having her doubts and me pushing her. And then she's so happily surprised at like what she's capable of. It's just, it's a warm, fuzzy feeling. And I really love my job as a trainer. It just makes me happy. Makes me happy to be there. And like when my clients win, I win. Like if I like, she, she got a new deadlift record. I saw it. So we went over, we've been going over deadlifts, trying to really hone in on that form. And, you know, her first three sets, I'm like, good, but this was off. Great. You fixed that, but this was off. The last set she did her first rep and I saw a light bulb go off in her head. And she was like, I get it. And I was like, yep. It, it clicked. Like I saw it click right in front of my eyes, like literal light bulb going off in her head. And it just, it warmed my heart. It warmed my heart in the nerdiest way possible. It made me so happy. Um, and so that was, that's my highlight for the week, you know? And I think it's important too, to look back at the work you do, whether it's, you know, something like personal training or it's like your full-time job, whatever, even if you're like a server, whatever you do, pick out a way that you, pick out something that you're proud of that you did this week, you know? Because what you do sometimes might seem like it doesn't matter, but it does. Every, like, you know, it's even in the smallest thing, you know, corporate America, whatever, has a structure for a reason and you play a part in it. And that is, that is special. I'm just sitting here thinking about my whole setup. And I think my, I think my podcast goal by the end of 2023 or like a year from today. So January, 2024 is to have my own studio. So I don't have to do this in my bedroom anymore. Uh, anyway, though, I want to talk this week about the 80, 20 rule and what the heck does it mean? How do I apply it to my lifestyle? What like, and are you really living the 80-20? You know, because let's let's start here. Basic math. I am not I am not someone who should be teaching anybody on basic math, but here I am. Um, you have a pie, right? Little, little pie chart. And you split it up. So 80% of it is green and 20% of it is red. Obviously, 80 is 80 and 20, there's a big difference. 50-50 you get even even amounts of both. 80-20, it's mostly one thing and a little bit of another. You know? Makes sense? Great. We're, we're off to a good start. So the 80-20 rule talks about balance in a person's life. You know? And, and the 80-20 rule, I often apply when I'm talking about health and fitness and all those types of things. But you can apply the 80-20 rule to most things. You could apply it to work. You could apply it to friends, to family, whatever. Hobbies, doesn't matter. But in regards to health and fitness, it's basically saying 80% of the time you are dedicated. You are on track. You are being disciplined with yourself, you know, going to the gym, eating right, um, getting enough sleep, hydrating, 
really being disciplined. But then 20% of the time, you let loose. You have fun. You go to a bar. You go to a party. You hang out with friends. You order some sushi. You get some popcorn at the movies. Maybe you drink lemonade instead of a water at dinner, you know? Little things like that. And I am, one of the reasons too why I will never really do a bodybuilding competition is because I I really live by the 80-20 rule. Like it's my way of, it's my perfect balance of feeling comfortable in my body and, and taking care of my health, but also taking care of my social health and my emotional health and making sure that I'm getting the most out of my 20s, like I said in the intro to this week's episode. So for me, 80% of the time, you know, I would say Sunday through like Friday, I am, I meal prep. So I'm, I'm tracking what I eat. I'm making sure I get enough protein in. I'm exercising. I'm getting enough sleep. I'm making sure I hydrate. I'm, I'm making healthy choices. And then Saturday comes around and, you know, my, my friends want to go out to the bar. So I want to go out to the bar and I want to have a drink or my friends are going out to dinner and I want to eat tacos and have a margarita. And that's okay because 80% of the time I am grinding and I'm working my butt off, but I'm also having fun and getting to live my life. If I never touched an alcoholic drink, if I never ate out, if I counted every single little thing that went into my body every single day of the year, would I look a little bit leaner? Would I have a little bit of bigger muscles? Probably. I'm not going to lie. Probably. But how would I feel emotionally? How, when, when I'm 80 and, you know, my days are numbered and I've gone through most of my life, am I going to look back and be like, so glad I did that because I looked good? Or am I going to be like, damn, I looked awesome and I was super dedicated. But what did I do? What did I do with my life? You know? So that's basically what the 80-20 rule is. I am a super advocate for this. You know, they're like some of the fun things in life are not the healthiest for us. You know, going out to drink. Alcohol is poison. You're putting poison in your body. But it's fun. I'm not going to lie to you. It's fun. Going out to eat, you know, you might have, uh, you might go to a Mexican restaurant and it's, you know, there's a little bit more oil than you'd like or the ingredients aren't, like, I'm not going to lie, chips and, salt, chips and guac, like, guac's pretty good, but deep fried chips, not the healthiest option, but they're freaking delicious and I will continue to eat them. Same thing goes with the dessert table. You will never, never see me back down from a dessert table. Those are the things that make me happy in life. But working hard and being proud of my body also makes me happy in life. So I have found my balance of what that looks like for me and what I'm comfortable with. On the other hand, some people take 80-20 and it's a little bit more 60-40 or 50-50, you know? So it's something that you really have to be honest with. And I think when I started, so when I started my health, journey, let's just call it that, kind of cringe, but whatever. I was in college. And I feel like that says a lot right there, but I was in college. My friends were going out Thursday, Friday, Saturday. My friends were getting takeout food from Hansel or sushi or whatever. 
and I wanted to join in and I wanted to have fun. And I told myself, you know, you worked really hard in the gym. You could do it. You deserve it. And then I was frustrated when I wasn't feeling good in my body, when I wasn't seeing changes. And it's because I was letting myself, I was living more on the, I would say 55, 45, 60, 40 rule. So yeah, I was eating clean and going to the gym and stuff some days of the week, but some days of the week I was also drinking and out until two in the morning and getting up early the next day and get it going to get pizza after I went to a party and stuff like that. So it, it's, it's been easier since I graduated college and I'm out of that environment. I'm not going to lie. Like it's, it, it's hard, you know, when you're in school and you're in that environment. Um, but I had to sit back with myself and be like, I'm not content with where I am. What do I have to do to fix that? And so I had to sit down with myself and really think about what I was doing, how often I was being on the good side, quote unquote good side, how often I was, you know, slipping up and messing up. Um, And I was able to kind of find and create my own balance. And especially like as I got older, uh, not that I'm like super old or anything, but as I got older and started, you know, working a full-time job and I left the college environment, uh, things got a little easier for me to figure out. Like it became easier to live by that 80, 20 rule just because first of all, my body, like I can, I can, if I'm really dedicated, I don't want to, I don't want to say I can't because you know, if I, if I need to, I can, I can rally still, but I don't like to rally anymore. The hangovers these days hit me a lot harder than they hit me in college. I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm actually drinking real alcohol and like not Jose Cuervo anymore. (laughs) But I, I can't exactly hang how I used to in college, you know, and it's like, I'm, I'm working. So I don't go out on a Thursday night or a Tuesday night anymore. I honestly just really go out on Saturdays because even on Fridays, it's like I get up early in the morning and I personal train before work. And then I have a full work day and then I go to the gym. And by the time I'm done, it's kind of like, I want to sit and I want to chill, you know, like you get, you get busy as you get older and and that comes with getting tired. And some days you just want to chill out and not do anything. So it's become a little easier in that sense to follow the 80, 20 rule. You know, it's all, I'm also, I don't live in a city anymore. You know, when I was up at school, it was everywhere. I, I lived next door to a bar. Everywhere that I looked, there was options for me to eat, drink, do whatever. Um, so it's a little bit easier now that it's like, you know, if I, I want to go get food, my lazy ass has to get in my freaking car <laughs> and go get it. And I'm just, despite what you may think, I'm a really lazy person. And the whole thought of like actually getting in my car and going to get my food kind of sways me, you know. Um, But everyone's balance is going to look different. You know, there's nights like maybe I do want to go out two nights in a row. Maybe there's things happening this weekend and I don't want to miss out on them. I know I'm not as susceptible to peer pressure anymore as I was in 
college. You know, I don't feel the need to drink excessively every single time I go out. I can have a beer and that's fine. That's part of my 80-20 rule, you know, is I can go out and say, do drink two days in the week or three days in the week. I'm not drinking to an excess three days a week anymore. That's part of my 80-20 rule. You know, I'm not going out to be like, let's get as hammered as possible. Granted, there are some of those nights that still exist. I'm not going to lie to you guys, but if I'm going hard, let's say I go hard on a Friday night, like I did this week, I'm not going hard on a Saturday night. I just don't have it in me. I'll still go out. I'll be a great time, but I can have like one Corona in my hand for the whole night and just be, just be chilling off the vibes. Um, so one thing I want to challenge you guys with, if you're, whether you think that you're living by the 80, 20 rule right now, or you're not sit down and kind of recover what you did last week. Recover. Recap. Thank you. Recap what you did last week. Recap what you did the week before. Be honest with yourself. Actually sit down and reflect. Like be open with yourself. Nobody else has to know about this. And then see how how many things on the red side did you do? How many things on the green side did you do? And are your, are your decisions creating the, the results that you want, you know, on the other hand, you know, cause I just went over, you know, how I was a little bit more 50, 50, 50, 55, 45. Some people might be on the 90, 10 side, 95, five side, And I think we need to step back, you know, and it's great to be disciplined and it's great to have a regimen, like a, like a schedule, you know, save your money, eat in whatever. But you also have to ask yourself, you know, like, am I enjoying life? Am I happy? I look good and I feel healthy, but am I happy? Am I skipping out on opportunities because I don't want to drink or I don't, want to be tempted to eat something, you know, and then that's something that you could work on with a professional, or if you think you could just work on it with yourself. Um, but as important as it is to make sure that we're being disciplined with ourselves and selves and living a healthy lifestyle, it's also important that we're having fun and spending time with the people that we love and we care about. And everyone's idea of fun is different for me. I like going to bars and clubs. I like dancing to music. I love all that stuff. You might not. And that's okay. You know, your definition of fun could be different than mine. Your definition of fun could be just having a girl's night in, getting your nails done, reading a book, whatever it is. Make sure that you're getting that time in and letting yourself have fun. I think even if you're not like a super social extroverted person, like, I I don't know if you guys could tell, but I would consider myself an extroverted person. Um, Even if you're not, I think it's still really important for our like social and mental, like emotional health to have those social interactions with people. Doesn't have to be at a bar. Doesn't have to be at a club. It could be, you could be chilling on a couch with your bestie. Just make sure that you're getting that social interaction time in because I really do believe that that's an that's a important part of life. Um, and just 
being, I don't want to say being normal, but just feeling fulfilled when it's over. So that's my little tidbit on the 80-20 rule. You know, I'm going to challenge you guys to really sit down, recap on your past two weeks, self-reflect, be completely honest with yourself, and see if there's, you, you might be fine. You might be totally good. But see if there's changes that you need to make either on the extreme go out, party, drink, eat bad food side or extreme discipline, never let myself have fun side. Um, And help to, or try and map out, visualize what that balance looks like for you and then go for it, you know? And if things down the road, you know, you're still not seeing change or you find that you're still not happy, then we'll, we'll revisit the whiteboard. We got time. We got time. Okay, time for some questions. Gonna go over my usual deal. I put up a question box either Monday or Tuesday. Lately, I've been forgetting, but it's okay. Um, but either Monday or Tuesday, I put up a question box on my Instagram. So you can ask me questions that way. I've had some people send me DMs. I had a DM sent to me this week about things that you want to be discussed on the podcast. Leave a review. However you want to contact me, contact me. But here, here are this week's questions. So number one, what are your thoughts on the macros and ingredients of a protein bar like Anabar? Um, I have no idea what Anabar is. So let's do a quick little, this is why I have my laptop here. This is like the first time I've used it during the podcast. All right, let's see what Anabar is because I have Anabar, milk chocolate monster cookie crunch. Okay. That looks delicious. Oh my God, $31.99. Goodbye. Let's see. If I can find the nutrition facts. Hmm. You know, I also think it's a little, uh, I think it's like kind of sketchy when you go to look up something, like a food. And you can't easily find their nutrition facts. It's like, well, where are they? Like, why are you hiding them? What are you hiding? Uh, let's see. I can't find these for crap. Okay, so I can't find the nutrition facts, which I think is honestly a red flag. I'm seeing that there's real candy in here. Like, it looks like there's, like, Reese's Pieces or something. Um... And that right off the bat tells me that it's probably not the healthiest choice. So it looks like there's 21 grams of protein. As far as the macros go, then I'd say that's pretty solid for a protein bar. I just think that there's healthier choice. Like I, you guys know I use Misfits and that stuff tastes like really good. And it's not a candy bar. Like this one says the protein packed candy bar. So I guess if you're looking for like a candy bar, like and you want to get like you're okay with eating the candy and stuff, then it's nice. It's nicer than a regular candy bar. You get a little protein in it. But as far as like if you're going to pick like a protein bar for yourself for health purposes, uh, I don't I don't think I would go for this one. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Oh, somebody said just wanted to say I love the podcast. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, next question. Can I build muscle by lifting less weight and more reps? Um, no, you, you can. So I highly recommend following the account physique on Instagram. It's P H E A S I Q U E. 
I think. Uh, Eugene Loki or something like that, that's his name, explains it a lot better than I probably can off the whim right now. But it, there's a there's like a range of reps that you could use. You know, if if you're using less weight and you have higher reps and you're still challenging your body and getting those full reps in and making sure like you have your muscles are under tension for like the proper amount of time, you could see muscle growth. So in in short, yes. Uh, la la la. Joint health and how to prevent injuries. Um. So joint health is like it's a little out of my realm of like knowledge per se, but something that helps like strengthen the joints and whatnot is collagen. So I would just make sure that you're getting enough like collagen and vitamins in so you have strong bones and healthy joints. And as far as preventing injury, you know, you want to make sure that you're stretching before and after. If you don't warm up and you just go for an exercise, you're more likely to get an injury. Ensuring proper form will also prevent injury. You know, make sure you have a spotter or someone to check your form. Um, and that's it, really. I guess that's it. Okay. What is your division training? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I don't know what that question means unless I'm dumb. I specialize in like weightlifting as far as like my personal training experience. But if that's referring to like what division do I compete in or something, the answer would be none because I don't compete. Next question. Do you suffer from anxiety from caffeine intake? Um, so I suffer from anxiety. I've been completely open and honest with you guys about that. Uh, it's not because of my caffeine intake or whatever, but caffeine's a stimulant. So the more I put in my body, the worse it's, the worse my anxiety is going to be, you know, it's, it's going to worsen that and it's going to pull that anxiety out of me. So because, because I suffer from anxiety, I limit the caffeine that I intake, if that makes sense. Next question. How to train when you are skinny with belly fat, uh, um, otherwise known as skinny fat. So I can't really give an answer based on that question. It depends on what your goals are. Do you want to focus on losing that belly fat or do you want to focus on building that muscle? You know, that's going to, it, it, that's going to play a role in what your diet is going to look like. Either way, though, you want to be getting a mix of resistance training and cardio in and making sure that you're progressively overloading when you are resistance training. That goes for everyone. Last question isn't a question. Please make a day in life YouTube video. <sighs> I'll try. I mean, my honestly, my day-to-day -day is like pretty boring. I don't really do a lot. Um, I'm also really bad at vlogging myself. I feel a little odd, but maybe that's something I'll try and do. Um, I wanna close out this segment though and talk a little bit about my little heart rate monitor situation. I meant to talk about it in the intro and I completely forgot until now. Um, so you guys know if you've been listening and following along, I have to go to a cardiologist and get all checked up because, you know, I was passing out and getting really nauseous and having those episodes. And like I said, my cardiologist does think that it's, I'm having periods of really low blood pressure and it's probably because I'm not getting enough salt in but just to exhaust other options, you know, and like kind of affirm his theory, I had to get an echocardiogram this week and I had to wear a three-day heart monitor. So 
I was actually, I was very surprised by the amount of people who said, oh, I've been wearing one too. Um, I've had to wear one recently, like Hope All as well, which kind of scares me. Like I don't, I don't want all of us to be using heart rate monitors. Um, but basically it was just for insurance reasons, you know, it's, or assurance, insurance. My, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but like my vocabulary is like not awesome. But anyway, it was basically just to make sure that nothing is structurally wrong with my heart. Or if I had an episode, you know, this weekend, it could catch like what was going on with my heart during those episodes. So I do not have an update yet. I have to return it tomorrow, which will be today when you guys are listening to this. And I'll let you guys know when I have results. I'm I'm pretty confident that they're all going to be fine. You know, I'm not really not going to worry until I have a reason to worry. I've been good taking the salt tablets. Um, so far, so good. So I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. But for now, I am chilling like a freaking villain. Wow. That was corny. I hated that. Oh, my God. All right, guys. Well, that pretty much wraps up this week's episode of Confessions of a Gym Rat. Stay tuned for a special guest next week. I'm going to have my really good friend Alex Esposito on. So very excited for you guys to listen to that. Make sure you follow me on Instagram and TikTok, both at Lifts with Liz. You can check out merch on my website. Sign up for training with me, whatever you want to do, whatever. Um, and make sure to subscribe to this podcast on YouTube as well. I will talk to you guys next week.